Hi, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the podcast. Today is Wednesday, June 28th, and I'm going to do something a little bit different today on the podcast. I'm going to be sharing a Facebook Live uh, audio from a post I did this morning to update you on my uh, my sweet nephew, Bobby, who was injured very badly in a car accident on Monday. And we're going to be talking about God's purposes in suffering. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. This is Heidi St. John. I just wanted to thank you for um, praying for Bobby. I thought I'd step in here in a few minutes. And um, I know a lot of you listen to my podcast. And obviously, um, given the events of the last several days, I don't have a podcast ready for you uh, because I've been at the hospital with my sister and uh, her son, Bobby, and the rest of our family. Um, But I thought it would be good to just give you an update on what's happening with Bobby and where our family is at and um, just to bear witness to the healing power of God because we are believers, uh, our whole family. We believe in the healing power of the Lord. And so as I was praying about this morning, I went to bed in tears last night, um, as many of you might expect, and woke up in tears this morning. It's very hard um, to see someone like Bobby, someone that we love so much, suffering this way. But it goes beyond Bobby's suffering, and it goes to the suffering of our entire family, of his mom and his sisters. Um, Bobby's a sweet kid. I know a lot of you who are watching this know him, and um, anybody who knows him knows he just he's kind of a person magnet. He's a baby whisperer, kind of an anti-whisperer. Um, he's just a really sweet kid. And so I wanted to thank you for your prayers. We're going to use this um, Facebook Live today uh, and put it up in place of the podcast, possibly uh, for the next couple of days. Um, but I wanted to give you a little bit of an update on Bobby and uh, let you know how you can pray for our family. Um, Bobby was in an accident. For those of you who have not seen uh, the news already, he was in an accident uh, uh, on Monday on Monday night. And uh, we were awakened in the middle of the night and went down to the hospital to be with him and uh, had since learned that he had broken his neck at C6. He is experiencing paralysis from his neck down. And he also has a very severe uh, brain injury. And uh, and so even though the doctors are saying that the prognosis for Bobby is poor, we are putting our hope and trust in the Lord. And we know that if God uh, wanted to heal him, Bobby would get up and walk right now. He could walk out of that bed. In the meantime, we're trying to make sense of the suffering. And so many of you listening to this, you know uh, human suffering. We experience human suffering, the Bible says, because of sin. And I was thinking about this this morning and uh, thinking about, you know, how do I even talk about what's going on in our family without crying and without um, just falling apart. And I I, uh, I picked up my Bible and I was reading in First uh, Corinthians, but what stuck what or second Corinthians rather, but what struck me was this little thing that I keep um, in my Bible. You can't read it because it's backwards. I don't know how to mirror this, but it's just a quote from the song that we sing a hill song that we sing all the time. Spirit lead me where my trust is without borders. And um, I would say that that's where our family is right now. And um, we are being led into a place that we haven't been before where our trust really is without borders. And we really are um, trusting in the Lord and I, I had a, a young kid come up to me at the hospital yesterday and just ask how we were doing in the face of all this and how do we pray and how could they pray. And I think that the best way that we pray right now is for the Lord's um, will to be done in in Bobby's life and in our life. And we're thinking about 
Jesus at the Garden of Gethsemane, and he knew that suffering was ahead of him, and he asked God to take the cup from him. He said, God, take this cup from me. This hurts. This is a hard road to walk. But ultimately, he said, not my will, but yours. And as a family who trusts the Lord, that's what we're praying. We believe that God can heal Bobby, that Bobby is not without his, not not away from the grasp of the Lord, but that he is securely in the hands of God. And we believe that as a family. And so we're asking that you would believe that with us, that you would just pray that God would be ministering to his, to uh, Bobby's family, to his mom and dad, to Robert and Heather, and to Laurel and Lexi and Larissa, and to all of us who love him so much. But this has grown us up. And I got to thinking, what does God do with suffering? And how does God use suffering? Well, if you've ever been uh, in a situation where you've been in pain, and most of us have been, I was thinking about growing up the way I grew up and the, the things that I suffered uh, growing up and the, the many women that I know who have suffered through breast cancer, who have suffered through different kinds of cancer, who have been in leukemia, women who have lost babies, women who have miscarried. And I, I got to thinking, you know, the person that ministers best to somebody who's suffering isn't someone who's never experienced suffering. It's someone who's actually walked through suffering and God wants to use it. And so we believe that also as a family that, him, that God is going to use us, that God is the God of comfort. And so this morning, uh, when this little thing fell in my Bible and I thought, Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. This is a song we've sung for a long time, and it's something that we sing with our arms raised high, right? Spirit, lead me where my trust is without borders. Let me walk along the water wherever you would take me. And that's what God's doing right now. And he's doing it through suffering. And God works through suffering. And so I just thought it would be an encouragement to you. I know a lot of you have been watching what's happening with our family. And we appreciate your prayers. So many of you on the Facebook page. I'm I'm actually looking at it right now. I started that page yesterday. And it already has uh, almost 4,500 people on it. If you want to know where to find that, you can find it at um, Miracles for Bobby. Asa, that's just a little group that we, well, we thought it would be little. It's not little. Uh, and you can see pictures of Bobby where he's at. Several of you asked about the pictures of Bobby that have been shared with permission of his family. And some of them are hard to see um, because we're we're finding ourselves in a pretty hard place. But I wanted to read to you guys out of 2 Corinthians because it encouraged me this morning. And if you're suffering, I hope that it will encourage you as well. We believe that God has Bobby in his hand, like I said before. And if you're just... Um, Joining me on this podcast, I'm only going to make this about 15 minutes long, but if you're just joining me, I just want to say again, I can I know I can speak for Heather and for Robert and for the kids. We trust the Lord's work in the life of this young boy and that God is going to use this for his good. God says he works all things together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And someone asked us also about, I'm sorry, the young boy that that hit Bobby and we forgive him. And we want you to know that we forgive him and we love him and we know his family is hurting as well. So rather than make this about uh, what was done to our family, we want to make this about the God that we serve and his love for everyone, including Bobby. So I just want to read to you out of Second Corinthians. This encouraged me so much today. And I'm kind of a, um, I'm going to go old school and put my reading glasses on. I hope you guys <clears throat> don't mind giving my age away. I'm a, yeah, I'm the oldest sister, so I get to do that. So 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 5, 
For just as the sufferings of Christ flow over into our lives, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. If we are distressed, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings that we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that just as you share in our sufferings, so also you share in our comfort. This is the Apostle Paul talking to the people that have been following him around and saying, listen, things are not actually going okay. I'm struggling. I'm suffering. I'm in the middle of, of a hard, hard thing. And he's explaining, we're going to, we're going to give you guys comfort the way that you comfort us. So part of the reason that God allows comfort or God allows suffering is so that we can learn how to comfort other people. And we know that our hope for you is firm just because because we know that just as you share in our suffering, so also you share in our comfort. We do not want you to be uninformed, brothers, about the hardships we suffered in the province of Asia. For we were under great pressure far beyond our ability to endure, so that we even despaired of life. Indeed, in our hearts, we felt the sentence of death. But this happened that we might not rely on ourselves, but on God, who raises the dead. He has delivered us from such deadly peril, and he will deliver us. On him, we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us as you help us by your prayers. Then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favor granted us in answer to the prayers of many. And that's how we feel this morning. You have comforted us by your prayers, and we know that God is going to heal Bobby. Whether he heals Bobby on this earth or whether he heals Bobby in heaven, we believe that God is going to heal him. And we really are grateful for your prayers. I was also thinking that times like this, and I know a lot of you watching this don't have the same faith that we share. And I hope that you will come to faith in Jesus because the Bible says that we don't grieve without as people that don't have hope. We have hope. Our hope is not in a hospital. Our hope is not in a, in a physician or a diagnosis. Our hope is in the Lord. And we place our hope straight and squarely. On the Lord. And there's something else that suffering does is it teaches us that our hope is not in the Lord, is not in man. So sorry, I wish I had Kleenex and instead I'm just wiping my nose with my hands. I've been doing that a lot. Um, we want to learn um, our, our need for God. And that's something that suffering definitely does is it exposes our human need for a savior. We live in such a broken world. We live in a world where people who are good people go through suffering and we want to understand why that is. And we grasp at straws for answers and we get angry. And God is saying, I'm going to comfort you. I am the God of all comfort. And he wants us to give comfort to each other. And that's part of what we learn in suffering. Our hope is in the Lord. The Bible says in Psalms that some might trust in horses and some might trust in chariots. And I guess if I'm going to put that in ICU speak, I would say some might trust in an ICU and some might trust in modern medicine. But we don't. Our trust is in the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. And whether he heals Bobby on this earth and we see Bobby walk again or he heals Bobby in heaven, we're going to praise him because we know he's good and because he loves us. The last thing I'm learning through suffering is that God wants us to give thanks. The Bible says that we give thanks in every circumstance for this is the will of Christ. And we want to do that. And we give thanks for Bobby's life. We thank him for giving Bobby to us. Bobby is a gift and he has been since the day he was born. Crazy kid. We're thankful for the doctors and nurses. Thankful for your love and your support and the outpouring that we are finding on Facebook. So 
I want to just say thank you for that. For those of you who um, who are in the area, there's a prayer vigil that's being held tonight. I kind of like to call it a vigil, actually. Can we just not do that? I'm going to call it a gathering. So there's a gathering, a prayer gathering. And we're going to cry out to the Lord on behalf of Bobby tonight at Good Shepherd Church. I think I wrote this down. Um, yes, at 730. And um, we want to encourage you. We're not just praying for Bobby. Obviously, we're praying for his healing. We are praying for his healing. And we're trusting the Lord. But our trust is in the man, is in is in the author of this book. Our trust is in the Bible, and our trust is in the Lord. And we're saying, Holy Spirit, lead us where our trust is without borders. And I guess if we're going to sing that song, you guys, men and women who know the Lord, we need to know what it actually means. And sometimes when he takes us where our trust is without borders, it's not because we are called to the mission field. It's because we get a phone call in the middle of the night and we find out that someone we love more than anything has suffered a devastating injury. Now, that's part of what I'm learning right now. So if you guys wouldn't mind, I'm just going to take a minute and I'm going to lift Bobby up before the Lord and I'm going to pray with you so that you can see what we're doing at the hospital and what we're doing at our homes and what we're doing in public and what we're doing in private is exactly the same thing. We're leaning on the Lord. So let's just come before him again and tell him we love him. And we trust him. Oh, there's my sweet man. Kleenex, just in time. Hold on. Wow. Blowing my nose in front of you people. Was that fun? No, good. Not enough Kleenex in the world for us right now. Let's pray, you guys. Would you pray with me? Father, we come before you. This morning again. With hearts that are broken. And yet... We trust you. We know that your plans for Bobby are good, and that your heart for him and toward him is good. Father, would you just let us experience the peace of your spirit? You said that those who trust in the Lord will be like a tree that's firmly planted by streams of water. Lord, we want to be those trees today. We're not freaking out. We don't grieve like the world grieves. We're going to grieve like people who actually trust that you are who you say you are that you are capable of healing Bobby, and we are praying with faith, Lord, we're asking for his complete healing. But Lord, whether you heal him here or you heal him in heaven, we know that you healed him and that he belongs to you. Lord, we just pray for his family. We pray for Heather and for Robert and for Laurel and Lexi and Larissa. Thank you for the doctors and nurses that are taking such good care of him right now and all the people in the outpouring of support that we've received. Lord, we thank you that your word is true. Then even when we're suffering and even when we're struggling, we can cry out to you. Your word says that you hear our prayers. So I thank you, Lord, that you're listening. I thank you for the thousands of people who've reached out to us online who are listening and who are praying. Thank you for the random strangers that come by with Dutch Brothers and Starbucks and all kinds of caffeine. And thank you for the flowers. And Lord, we love you. We declare again that we love you. We ask you to heal, Bobby. And we say that you're good. In Jesus' name, amen. So this might be the most emotional I've ever been on Facebook. But I just want you to see what's happening with our family and hear from me that we we are so thankful for your prayers. A couple of really quick things before I turn this off. I'm kind of at my 15-minute mark. I'm I don't know how much longer I can do this. Um. But a couple things. Um, 
there are only seven people at a time allowed on the floor uh, on the ICU where Bobby is. And I know a lot of you want to come and visit. He's not taking visitors right now um, because we're trying to allow him to rest. And it's we love for you to come, but you'll need to stay in the lobby. And you can just let the family know that you're there and that you're praying. We love to have you come and pray in the lobby. We love people to see that this family, that Bobby Asa loved the Lord, that he loves the Lord. And that's who we place our trust in. So we love to have uh, you come and do that. Also, we've set up a GoFundMe account. Um, as you can imagine, the expenses from this are going to be extraordinary. And so um, we would love it if you would contribute to that. That's on my Facebook page, and I will link back to it um, in the group Miracles for Bobby. Asa, also, if you guys can use the hashtag, we want to bear witness to the healing power of God. And so um, because we know that God's a healer. And so we're using that hashtag miracles for Bobby and believing that God's going to work a miracle in Bobby's life. And you know what? He's working a miracle in the life of everybody who's following the story right now. And so we appreciate that. We appreciate your prayers. We appreciate all of it. I know that Heather and Robert and their whole family appreciates that. So I just want to speak on behalf of them. If you guys have never met me before, my name's Heidi. My name's Heidi St. John and Bobby is my nephew. And so um, I appreciate you guys following. We'll continue to, uh, to lift him before the Lord and to give you updates um, as we're able. And I just wanted to say thank you. Thank you uh, from the family. We greatly appreciate your prayers and uh, on Bobby's behalf. And I'm going to just end with this again out of Second Corinthians. I have to pick up my Bible because old lady eyes again. Mm, I love this verse on him. We have set our hope. For those of you who don't know where this is, it's in First Corinthians. You should write this out. This is a great verse. Just write it out and keep it with you. On him we have set our hope that he will continue to deliver us. And as you help us by your prayers, then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gracious favor granted us in answer to the prayers of many. So thank you for your prayers. We'll keep you updated. And with that, say goodbye. Thanks for praying with me, you guys. We appreciate it. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.